Godfrey's Gospel, according to Michael Godfrey. Our flawed vaccine program is getting there. I know there is very little to talk about these days, what with the majority of us having no place to go or people to see. But I'm getting sick of people latching on to every nuance during this vaccination program and examining it to the nth degree. Yes, there have been problems with the rollout. Yes, there have been people who have not played by the rules and got it out of turn. And yes, we are all impatient to get the jab so that we too can get back to some sort of normality. But come on, to start objecting as the leader of the Labour Party did to a suggestion that the health authorities examine the possibility of moving the 20 and 30-somethings up the queue is laughable. If he didn't examine the possible gains from doing that, he would be criticised as well. While I could find fault with what he is doing, show me someone who gets it spot on all the time. It's easy to criticise from the sidelines, but it is another matter entirely to get stuck in and try to solve a problem. It is great that the people of Israel appear to be getting their lives back to some kind of normal. As of yesterday, Monday, they no longer have to wear masks outdoors as the number of virus infections has hit the floor. The authorities there instigated a very aggressive vaccination programme and now more than half their population of 9 million have received it. Hence, the significant reduction in infections and, as a consequence, the easing of restrictions on everyday life. That said, people will still be required to wear face masks indoors. So despite their world-beating vaccination programme, they accept there is still some way to go before they are totally out of the woods, if ever. On the other hand, the worldwide death toll from COVID-19 now stands at more than 3 million people. And in Brazil, there are reports of the authorities digging up graves to make room for more burials. India too, and closer to home France, have also suffered setbacks in their fight against the virus. And it is generally accepted that unless third world countries are given the vaccines free of charge, vaccinations in the rest of the world may be useless if the virus is given time to mutate. Despite the fact that 190 countries across the globe have some sort of vaccination program in progress, COVID deaths are on the rise again, running at around 12,000 a day, with new cases up at around 700,000 a day. The daily death rate in Brazil alone is around 3,000, accounting for a quarter of all worldwide fatalities from the disease, according to the World Health Organization, which has compared the situation there to a raging inferno. While it has also described the global vaccination supply situation as precarious. About 80% of the 700 million doses dispensed globally have been given to rich countries, where one in four people have received it to date. In poorer countries, that figure drops to one in more than 500, so anyone who can add will know that no matter what mistakes have been made in Ireland, we can count our blessings that firstly, we can get our hands on the vaccine, and second, we have the infrastructure, flawed though it may be, to administer it. Those who don't like that should live somewhere else. Barrettstown is a lifeline to fun for sick children. Article by Elizabeth Lee The Colfer family from Rathvilly knew all about self-isolation and quarantine long before any old COVID-19 pandemic came knocking on our doors. 
They were used to keeping themselves to themselves and as far from the risk of infection as they could when their little girl Abby was going through chemotherapy. Abby, now 12 years old, was diagnosed with leukaemia in August 2016 after spending a summer of being lethargic and being constantly cold. It was summer, so Abby should have been outside running around with her friends. Instead, she just wanted to lie down and sleep the whole time, her mother Andrea recalled. Abby and her entire family, including her siblings Layla, aged 14, and 19-year-old Caitlin, and her dad Enda, were really impacted by the way cancer dictated how they lived their lives. When Abby got ill, it really affected the whole family. Everything changed for everyone in our house. We couldn't have people coming in because they might bring in germs, which would be disastrous for Abby, while she was having chemo, continued Andrea. Abby had an extremely difficult time with her treatment and chemotherapy, but one of the things that helped her and her loved ones get through was Barrettstown in County Kildare. Barrettstown was founded by Hollywood actor Paul Newman in 1994 and modelled on his renowned Hole in the Wall gang camp in Connecticut, USA. It serves children affected by serious illnesses, primarily cancer and serious blood diseases, and their families. Barrettstown's mission is to rebuild the lives of these children and their families. They believe that every child with a serious illness should enjoy their childhood. Barrettstown made such a huge difference to all of us. When we first went to the family camp, we didn't know what to expect. I suppose we were maybe a bit anxious about going, but that went out the window after a couple of hours of being there. We had one of the best weekends we had since Abby got sick. The Caras, or helpers at camp, were amazing with all the kids, said Andrea. The children leave their illness at the gate and they get to have fun and freedom and the chance to play with other children who may be going through similar experiences, she added. One of the most important impacts that Barrettstown has on the children and their families is that it gives them a sense of positivity and a glimpse into what their future healthy lives might be like. Andrea even believes that Barrettstown had such a huge impact on Abby's outlook that it transformed her life and gave her the hope, energy and strength to continue her treatment and get better. Now Abby is two years free of treatment and is a wonderfully happy 12-year-old. She's in fifth class in St. Patrick's National School in Rathvilly and is staying healthy while living through a pandemic. But the lockdowns over the past 13 months have had a devastating effect on Barrettstown, its children and its finances. The children can't attend the camps anymore, but the staff have come up with an app which allows them to visit the place virtually and interact with some of their activities. It was so emotional for us to see Barrettstown again virtually, but really our children need the human interaction. We can't wait to get back there. I'm sure all the families and their children are the same, said Andrea. All of the services provided to all of the children and families who come to Barrettstown are entirely free of charge. So donations and fundraising efforts are vital for the charity to help more sick children experience the magic of Barrettstown each year. These events provide crucial income for Barrettstown, which relies on the public to provide 98% of the funds that make its work possible. As a result, in 2020, the charity suffered an income shortfall of €1 million, euro, 
but still managed to serve 6,915 children and family members. However, more than 10,700 children and family members are still waiting to be served through Barrettstown traditional in-person programmes, and this is why they have launched this appeal. Usually, it takes a whole year's worth of fundraising activities to keep the massive operation going. They are now raising awareness of their plight and are appealing to the public to support them. Andrea is in no doubt of the life-changing opportunities Barrettstown gave to her darling daughter, just at a time when she needed fun, joy and being able to be a child again. Now that Abby is thriving, they're cherishing every moment with her. She's come out the other side of this. We are so lucky we still have Abby with us, said Andrea. Barrettstown is supported by donations and the fundraising efforts of corporate supporters, individuals and community groups. For more information, see www.barrettstown.org.